0: Hi everyone, welcome to The Green Room Episode 3. I'm here with Nick, uh, my name is James, and uh, today we're going to talk about the recently announced energy price cap. Uh, so, do you want to give a bit of background, then I'll probably go into a bit more
1: detail about how I was going to say about. Happy New Year, first James. <laughs> Happy, Happy New Year, Nick. Hopefully everyone has a great holiday, and uh, uh, it's the third episode, as you said. Yeah. So, um,
0: Christmas tree's gone.
1: Christmas tree's gone, but I'll just say three is a poignant number, actually. Is it quite it what is. is that? Uh, well, spiritually, it's um, oh, symbolic <laughs> of a, a new beginning, <laughs> and since we're in the new year, it's uh, it's quite it's quite key that. So, I do, uh,
0: I've been thinking that most of the morning. Mm, and also, good.
1: hopefully, uh, um, three is a powerful number because always you emphasise in three. So if you want to get your point across, okay. you have three points to your we're fine. argument. We're so uh, I only ever have
0: two. But anyway, we shall see. Right.
1: So price cap, yeah. So hot on the news, actually, uh, we we talked about the uh, energy tariffs. Uh, last month, or rather the last episode, but we actually completely failed to mention about the price caps, which has been all over the news. Obviously, we had Christmas and stuff, and no one was really worried about their energy bills. But you know, people were using their cookers and using lots of gas while they're at home, and uh, I ate plenty. <laughs> <laughs> <Marvel>. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, but um, you know, so it's um, it's it's a hot topic, and uh, and basically, well, what we're going to do today is is in a lot more detail about the price cap, and that's the reason we didn't talk about it last week, because we felt, obviously, it would have, you know, gone into... would too- have done it justice. Yeah, it, it's... Uh, yes, last 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 episode was all about explaining the bills. Uh, this episode, we're going to the price cap, and uh, and we'll see where we stand.
0: Okay, so the price cap was brought in on the 1st, which, I don't know, was that Tuesday? First of uh, January. Yeah, New Year's New Year's Day. New Year's Day. Um, and so, uh, essentially, what it's doing is putting a cap in. So in theory, it puts a limit on what you can pay in terms of price on your energy bill, price mm-hmm. per unit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um.
1: So. It's been uh, calculated in a very convoluted way. I say. Yeah. Well,
0: I'd, so I was so confused. I would but by, by region. Yeah. By,
1: then, by by different kind of. Uh, Fuel type that you've got. So say if you've got um, economy seven, it's going to have a different rate per region per meter type. that you've Okay. Got. So and
0: God this one. I'm going to have to use notes because yes. there's quite a lot going on. Right. So there you are. Basically, up until recently, the only uh, price cap has been on prepayment meters. Right. And as of uh, and oh, sorry and people who were in who receive the warm home discount, as of the first of January. It then picked up, so was a bit, there was a new price cap for anyone on a standard variable tariff and anyone who essentially rolled off a tariff onto a new one. So if I'm mm-hmm. getting my electricity and gas from a company, whatever company it is, and after 12 months that particular deal expires, they will roll me onto a new deal. right? So it also this cap also captures those people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, as I said, I've spoken to Ofgem this morning. Basically, what they're doing is they are putting a cap on the price per kilowatt hour that you can pay for both gas and electricity. As you say, there's so we we have prices for prepayment meters. Mm-hmm. We have a price cap for standard variable gas. We have a price for standard variable electricity. We have a price for um, economy seven, mm-hmm. so dual tariff essentially, um, and so and also so- by
1: billing type. So whether you're on direct debit per month. Um, or whether you're on, on, on the kind of a quarterly. Yes. So obviously it's going to be slightly more on the quarterly because that's always how, it's, you know, you always make a bit of a saving on a direct debit. Yes.
0: Um, so which is good advice, always go on direct debit. So basically what we've done here, we've printed off something. There's many more pages to this, but we've printed off the headline figures. So lots of, lots of tables, basically. Um, and what they're doing, and what we're going to use for a bit of a reference point is Nick used to be with British Gas, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, And a variable
1: tariff, British gas both, so dual fuel, electricity and gas.
0: um, And so just a tiny bit of a recap on last week. So we get charged, so if you take electricity or gas, or both from a company, you tend to get charged a a sort of standing charge, and that's just for the right to have electricity or gas, right? So I get paid, uh, I get charged approximately 30p a day for having electricity in my house, and I also get charged 30p a day for having gas in my house, every day. Right, so that's, that's the first part of it. You then get charged per unit as well, right? So basically what this does is protects energy companies. If someone uses very little electricity, they still get enough of a payment essentially via this standing charge to be able to pay for um, the readings, you know, someone to come out and take readings of the engine meter even though it's not ticking over and they're not making any money from that side. Yeah, so they, they get sort of a fixed amount every year. So... How Offgem have done it is they have they've come up and then when you read it in the papers and, and magazines and stuff they, they have a headline figure. Do you have a headline figure? How much I'd, it is?
1: Uh, so well, ooh, depends on the on the region. Um, I don't have the headline figure themselves, but if you, if you carry hold on, expl- hold Harry, Harry
0: will come to us with a headline.
1: If you explain the start explaining the tables and the so
0: rails. so what they've what they basically done and and let's just take gas and electricity in their most basic forms um so they have a fixed standing charge for gas depending where you are in the country it doesn't matter so uh we're in london but they've split it up into about what 15 different regions Mm -hmm. so northwest northern yorkshire and so forth um and so the standing charge is fixed and they are basically saying that it's 28.8 pence per day per so 365 days a year so it's just over 100 quid you have to pay for the right to have and this is just for gas you have to pay 105 pounds for gas in your house, to just to have it there, they've then decided that the the kind of the average amount of gas, so I e the amount of units of gas people will use is twelve thousand kilowatt hours per year, right? Um, so uh, when we've talked about it previously, we've kind of given you a, a, a rough price of electricity, and we normally say between three and three and a half p. Now, um, calculating it, it does, as Nick has said, vary per region. Right, so um, the most expensive area is the uh, southern western region, um, and that is where on a kilowatt hour you're paying 0.038 pounds, so 3.8 pence.
1: Yes, that's right. 3.8 pence,
0: yeah, 3.875 pence per kilowatt hour. Yeah, Mm -hmm. if you are up north in the northern region. You are getting your uh, so you're getting your gas a bit cheaper. So you're paying three point six three pence per kilowatt hour, right? So they are basically what the government is saying is that if you are on a standard variable tariff, or you are um, you know you've rolled onto one of these tariffs having your the tariff you're on is finished, the maximum you can pay for gas is three point six three four uh, pence per kilowatt hour if you're in the northern region um and if you're in the southern western region which is the more expensive you are paying 3.875 pence per kilowatt hour is this making sense
1: it is kind of well for me because i've been immersed in the figures <laughs> however well i was just going to just summarize what you said so um uh, the the numbers behind these numbers so the, this so this table there which with 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 the various columns that you've taken this this is a there's there's a more kind of complicated model behind that how they've derived these figures you know so There's a lot of input tables, and they've come up with these figures. But my advice
0: as well would not be to call off Gem to get them to explain how this works, or to
1: back work how they've got to these reasonable figures. Yeah, it would just be you know as as you've done it really simply there, take the figure and divide it by you know the amount of energy that that, that they've assumed an average person uses. Yes. To to get that rate. So, I mean, I'm I mean I don't know where you stand, but I'm I'm quite um, pro. Uh, the Energy Price cap. I know it's it's received a lot of uh, negative press, but, you know, since it's the new did year, I'm quite positive. I did.
0: So before we go on to that, electricity works in exactly the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we have a standard tariff, uh, sorry, a standard a standing charge, so that's what you pay for the right time of electricity. And you are paying, the most expensive is in North Wales and Mersey, paying 17.37 pence per kilowatt hour. So every unit of electricity you use, paying 17.37 p. And the cheapest area is uh, London and Yorkshire, actually, where it's si- just over 16 pence. So you've got gas, where you're paying about 3.8p.
1: Um, most expensive.
0: And most expensive, North Wales and Mersey. I said that. Okay. Um, and so you're paying for electricity, the most expensive you're paying is North Wales, 17.37p. Cheapest is London, Yorkshire, you're paying 16p. Okay, so good idea, bad idea, go.
1: So and just, just the answer to your question, what you said earlier, it's typical. So based on these typical consumption figures for three thousand one hundred kilowatt hours for electricity and twelve thousand kilo kilowatt hours for gas. gas. Yeah. So according to the BBC, so they've taken an average of the average, so they think that will cost no more than 1137 pounds per year on, on a dual fuel direct debit account.
0: Okay. So that sounds good. So what
1: But just just important to say that will not be capped off on consumption. So if you use more than those so kilowatt hours, this is horribly it's, it's, it's going to cost you more. So so it's just based on whether your consumption figures are around those figures of what Ofchim have assumed. Okay, so, so we
0: were talking about this over there. You like this. You think this price cap is a good idea. Yes. The man who did economics, tell me why. Yes.
1: Well, it's... Um, I, I mean, I think for the first time, I'm not looking at it from a supply and demand perspective. I'm looking at it more as a as a direct signal for, you know, off-term to do something. So I think... Is gen-
0: suggesting they haven't done things in the past?
1: I don't think they've, um, to be <laughs> fair, I'm, you know, and pe- people might have comments about this, but I, I don't think they have necessarily regulated the industry properly, I think, you know, o- over the years. Um, certainly when... Um, the The biggest gripe I have is when Wholesale prices come down significantly over a long period of time. The energy companies very, very rarely, you know, reflect those prices mm-hmm. back to the to the end consumer. I know, obviously, there's offset stuff like you know investment into the infrastructure and um, kind of various environmental and carbon reduction elements to the to the bills that that, that go up uh, year on year. But still, that's my biggest gripe. But for me, um, I think it's it's a sort of a positive thing because you've got um, a lot of consumers out there who. I just think you know that the fact that they are being forced to change, you know, someone who's potentially offering them good customer service, mm. um, you know, this, you know, gets them to gives them a, a real reduction, without them having to necessarily go out there and go to. So, the pain. so
0: you're talking about the folk that have been with SSE for the last twenty years.
1: Look, they've had good delivery of supply, so <clears throat> both gas, electricity, and had no loyal, problems. Right, very, very loyal. Um, and then, you know, and, it, and it's, uh, I think, you know, going back to the first point is it's a signal for them to do something. So hopefully, you know, this thing will evolve and, you know, they, they will obviously update the caps as we're getting to... But,
0: but so for, for who to do something?
1: For off-chain, for the industry, but, for, but for if the I'm
0: So if I'm a consumer, right, and I'm getting electricity or gas and I've been getting it for however long from the same energy company, it will definitely help me out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'll go on to a marginally cheaper tariff. Great. If I don't update, if I'm not sort of SSE and I go to their new tariff every year. But it wouldn't help me. It wouldn't encourage me then to swap. Yeah, because if I'm a SSE, I can definitely get a cheaper deal at another energy company 12 months later, get another one 12 months later. And that, for me, is what the government have been trying to really push over the last,
1: what, two years? But listen, cheapest is not necessarily the best.
0: Electricity is electricity, pal.
1: It is, it is. But um, there's been so many stories there of consumers going to the cheapest tariff, and then the company wanting to deliver that has not been able to deliver the service necessarily that goes with it. But
0: but then if they can't deliver the service, okay. So that it's a fair point. The bigger, the big six, in theory, should have. I'm not going to say better, but more capable, just because of had the the, you know, the infrastructure. They of, have the infrastructure yeah. behind it yeah. to support the customer service side of it. But for me. You know, if I want to charge a phone, it doesn't matter what electricity is used to charge a phone. I would just pay the cheapest. And that's why I would always be on the side of recommending people to kind of, it's great because it brings attention to this and it brings attention to what everyone's paying, but my advice would always be to switch. Yeah, because if you switch, there's a much higher chance you can go much, much cheaper. You know, so we can save hundreds and hundreds of pounds rather than being capped. I think the other thing that, this is going to... People are people are going to read about this and they are just going to assume that whatever that number was... £1,137. £1, people are going to assume, without a shadow of a doubt, that that's my the, that's bill what they're going to pay, is that. going to be yeah. maxed out at that. Which and is- I know if I have lights on all the time, my heating's up to 25 degrees all the time, you know, TV's blaring, radio's blaring, whatever, it is... That's not the cap. Hmm. This is So I think it's been a little... Confusing and I apologize because I imagine the first 10 minutes of this was quite confusing, but I don't think it's going to work because people are going to assume that it's capped at that price.
1: Mm. But for, for me, why I think this is positive in a sense is because the, the energy price cap was the first sort of industry that's um, looked at this whole aspect of customer loyalty. So, you know, when I've been with an insurance provider or, say, you know, an energy company or, you know, television provider, um, there, there's always always incentivize the cheaper rate for the new customer and I think this has kicked off a whole round of um, reviews within across the economy across different service providers to look at customer loyalty so actually you know looking at some of some of these rates people have been been on because you know for every reason one they don't know how to switch or um, you know they, they want to stay with that that service, but then do you not think it? The, so the regulators are, are coming down on companies, and I think over time that will but, but that, you're meant that will to help the, the market, market
0: forces. And I just I think so. Someone like I'm, I'm picking on British Gas. So see, as economists, market gas.
1: forces are fine if people are informed. If you've got perfect information, then that's okay. But, but most but people if, don't.
0: But if you have British Gas and they are now putting the they've had these limits put in, so they can only charge people whatever it was three, and, you know, three and a half p essentially for. Uh, gas and half p for electricity, surely they will try and make money now on the other tariffs that they offer. Hmm. So whereas before, yes, you had expensive tariffs and you had very cheap tariffs from the same supplier, they're being locked in at saying they can only charge a certain amount for electricity and gas. Therefore, they are going to try and make money on these these ones that were cheap and now going to be much higher prices. So... If you are someone who takes an interest in this and shops around on a yearly basis and wants the cheapest electricity and gas, it's now irrelevant.
1: So you wow. think that will, over time, remove the good deals out there? I think so.
0: I think so. And it will, it will also you know, affect smaller companies trying to come into the market. I, I feel this is going to have really negative impacts on, on the industry. Mm. That's definitely my feel for it. I, I appreciate that there are a huge number of people that are stay loyal to their energy companies and therefore they just pay whatever it is every month and never look at it. And so it will definitely help those people. I completely agree with you.
1: And listen, I'm not against people switching. You know, if people have got the information and time and they know how to do it, then but it's a But
0: switching should be better. But now they're going to try and switch and have less choice. And therefore I think it's, for me, I think it's a bad thing. Okay and I, I appreciate what they're trying to do, yeah, but I feel like if you interfere because what the government have been trying to do for the last many years, and we saw with their big media blitz on you know trying to throw money at, on this campaign of switching mm-hmm. you know and they, and they say that loads of people have switched to smaller companies, surely they should still be pushing that to give people choice, you know and not trying to regulate it by saying, here's a fixed price. Anyway, that is my view.
1: Interesting, but you know, flip flip side is um, so there was a, there was another article uh, t- today about uh, I'm not going to name the energy provider. Why not? But, you um, name
0: Name
1: them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the energy provider. So this this was in the BBC Economy Energy. Economy energy. Um, so, they sound... So apologies if you're trying to get your act together, um, but um, yeah, I mean, essentially, Offgem came down quite hard. So because and um, this is because
0: their customer service was failing.
1: Well, terrible. Yeah. So um, they they offer extremely, extremely competitive rates, but... Um, so I would jump
0: to that supplier. Yes,
1: but, you know, people have had problems. I, you know, they've tried to send the billing data and it hasn't been reflected. They've been overcharged, you know, various... But,
0: but uh, uh, for me, I guess the thing is, if you take a reading on the first day of your... the time you have the contract, mm-hmm. and you have a day even... you have a reading when you leave the contract at the end of the first year or 18 months or however long you're looking in for, whatever they do in between is irrelevant. I mean, yes, if they come and charge you for hundreds of thousands of you know, units of gas that you've never used, then that's a bit rubbish. But if you take the readings, start and finish, everything in between is a bit irrelevant. And the customer mm. service, for me, is a bit irrelevant. Okay. Again, this is my
1: view. I'm trying to save money. I think it's because you've always had, it's been smooth sailing for you. you know, you've always, I don't know, I say you've, you've switched, and you've switched someone relatively who's delivered. I think that
0: process has become a lot better, though. I think the switching process has actually become pretty easy. And even to the little suppliers, I think the thing that a lot of people don't know, so if, if you try and switch, and I know that I'm changing topics slightly, but if you try and switch via someone like, I've um, got name a switching provider. You switch. You switch, right? And we, we work with these guys a little bit when, in terms of affiliates. But they, if, when you go onto their company, they won't reveal everyone you can switch to. As in, they won't make, There's a lot of companies that they don't have agreements with, and therefore they make no money from switching to those companies. Mm-hmm. And so they, in their first list of um, recommended uh, tariffs, you can switch to, they won't even be listed. So is the cheapest tariffs
1: is that still the case? I thought they well, it clear. was very recently
0: um, where the cheapest tariffs aren't actually listed, uh, or as in, they can be revealed, but
1: you sort so of slightly not, lower. You know. the, so on so on you you've got to dig around to yeah. find them.
0: Um, which I think is a little bit naughty, because you're not again giving the consumers the. Full well, this picture. is my point
1: about information. Yeah, so it's getting the consumer the the best real time information. Yeah, but not always presenting. See, that's the 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 problem for me. So, so, I, so for me, you know, overall, based on I think you know I'd say there's been some successful new entrants who have you know done some some good stuff on on the on the on the consumer market in terms of electricity and gas gas provision. Um, and, you know, generally they, they offer excellent customer service, but also on, on the negative side, slightly change the subject, there have been some negative experiences because some of these new entrants have gone in quite quick and fast.
0: Yeah, trying and to get loads of customers. Loads of, hasn't, worked and yeah. and no, service hasn't worked. Yeah. No, that's fair. And I think going back to that point where you were saying about wholesale prices and when they have dropped, the NG companies have not really reflected those drops, mm-hmm. I think that that is a really good point, and I think um, that's that's one off Ofgem should target. And I guess this is what the mechanism they're trying to use to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it just I just feel it's it's kind of not giving people as much choice. So it's, anyway, there we go. That's, that's
1: Harry wants good us to talk about automatic switching services. Ooh. Are, they, <laughs> are, they, are, they ma- are they mandatory or uh, or is there something proposed at the minute?
0: No, there's a couple of them. So there's Labrador and there's Look After My Bills are the biggest ones. Um, so basically you sign up and then um, it will switch you automatically every 12 months. It's quite oh. clever. And it'll pick your cheapest one yeah. and you just throw in you're using your yeah. data. And you never know have to worry data. about it again. That's very Amazing. clever. Amazing. Name them again. Uh, biggest ones I think are Labrador and Look After My Bills. Look After My Bills are on Dragons Den. Look after, Look after my bills. My bills.
1: Shout out. <laughs> um, no, that's
0: that's really clever, and it, I think it's stuff like that which will make you know this whole. Room See for
1: well. for that that's that's fantastic because then one you know because people forget yeah so it's inertia uh but the, the point you you were saying is so uh, um you know you want to encourage switching and I think if there was someone to show people out there who, you know, not necessarily the most savvy on computers and various things like that and get them set up first time mm-hmm. round, then that will always kick in every twelve months and I think yeah. that will be you know, that would be potentially a good idea. So
0: That's a very good idea. So very disappointed I haven't thought of that. Yeah. It's <laughs> actually really annoying. There's more That's of, kind more of a... popping up doing it. Right, okay. Well anyway, very I like that. I'd invest on dragons then.
1: So that's bills I mean it's going to cost british gas they think 70 million pounds for for this cap which they'll probably you know bring well, back up somewhere the else. Terrace. They're fighting it. Every, just, everyone's fighting review. it. I yeah. think
0: everyone's trying to fight it. And I again I think that's the reasons I have said.
1: And it's just important to say so if if the cap does carry on uh, they will review the cap every uh, 6 months. Yeah. First and April, and first so, October. but
0: then, which actually, so I think they review it and then they implement it. So it'll be implemented in April, I think. So this one is being reviewed essentially a month after it starts, which seems that although the prices I gave you earlier um, were, were what they started as, they may only be the case for the next couple of months and then it yep. will swap again. Um, so anyway, but that's again, it's a good thing because in theory it should take into account wholesale energy prices and... And where they are at that current stage, and I think
1: the reason why it takes so long is they have to get in dialogue with the energy providers, that off gen that is, agree the rates.
0: Yeah, I, few, I think it's, before, it's also right? the, the other thing that's worth mentioning is that so people, a lot of people out there fix their tariffs. So if you fix your tariff, for, you know, a year, you can fix up to three years. You're going to probably be paying a little bit more because you're fixing it mm-hmm. for that long. This this um, cap doesn't impact you at all, so they are outside mm-hmm. of the cap.
1: Which is disappointing because you've capped at a higher rate.
0: It is, but they, they also... Any um, green energy tariffs also tend to be exempt from this. Okay. Um, so, is that... Are we going to sort of wrap up there? Have got anything else to say?
1: So, um, one more thing. So, uh, Harry wants to mention us 57 price hikes in 2018. Was that across all the different suppliers? Yeah,
0: supplies? it's record high. Blimey. Wow. So... Basically, if you can lock in and you can afford what you're paying now, and can lock in for a couple of years and do it.
1: Hmm. Well, I don't think prices will necessarily come down because um, wholesale prices have only started to come down recently. But um, we've seen most of the energy companies lock in on you know longer-term contracts where they buy us buy the energy at a set a set rate. So you know we need a prolonged period of lower wholesale rates to see any potential reductions. But you know as I said, that's my Biggest gripe with with the whole thing is that they they take too long to uh, reflect that, that back sense. to the consumer. Hmm. So, um, uh, rest of the stuff in the energy news. Uh, there was more stuff about the the UN conference. It just carried on. I, I don't quite. I think we might need to to spend about half an episode just talking about a bit more what was what was covered. But I think. Um, when we were wrapping up before Christmas, for, for some reason they extended about another week. So they just kept on discussing and talking and talking,
0: and talking yeah. taking, taking zero action. So, well, I, I don't know. I
1: mean, um, I, I need to I actually so look at, though. I need to look at some of the goals that they, uh, they, they would have, they would have set. But um, I mean, yeah, the cap was essentially the, the biggest bit in the energy news. And,
0: uh, and this thing about the, the company, which you didn't want to name.
1: Well, to, today anyway, I think because, you know, people have had Christmas and they've, had their statements come through and, mm. or their energy bills come through and, uh, you know, it is, a, it is a significant outlay. So, uh, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, Hopefully let's... that made sense. Yeah. And then obviously if there's questions, you know, about how we got the figures and links. So, um, Harry will make those links public once we publish the video underneath. So, you can see obviously where the tables are. You can try and do you your try own Try and workings. understand
0: them. Cool off, Gem. Have a chat with them. Compare it to your own bill. guys. Um, and uh,
1: ask us questions. So, yeah, if there's anything you'd like us to cover in the future episodes about price gaps, energy tariffs, I think we've kind of talked I think about we've done it. this to death. No, yeah, I think we'll probably tough. move on next week. Yeah, we need to definitely cover something else. So, thank you
0: very much. Cheers. Thanks for watching. See you next week. And we'll see you next week.